top 10 small cap altcoins. We've gone through thousands of different projects to bring you the top 10. We're going to reveal why we like them and what problem they are solving. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the top 10 small cap altcoins. So these are projects that are hovering somewhere around the $50 million fully diluted uh, market cap. Yeah. Um, some of them might be still around $8 million, $70 million, but they're in that ballpark. For sure. Right? So we're going to do a draft format. Uh, Shane and I did a rock, paper, scissors before the episode started. He won, so he'll get to go first. We'll go back and forth. We'll pick five projects each. And that'll equate to 10 small cap gems. Yeah, so we've done this draft format a few times. We've done top 10 blockchain gaming altcoins. We've done top 10 layer ones. So it's, a, it's kind of a cool format. It's pretty fun. And you end up getting a really good idea of what small cap gem altcoins we really love. Because I know at the end of the day, everyone wants the hidden gem small caps. All right, so let's kick this draft off. I have the number one pick, so I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> you know what's coming. Yeah, I do. It's, it's one of our favorite small cap gems. I mean, we talk about it on the show all the time, so when it comes to small cap gems, number one... Look, this is a player, when you're talking about a team, getting a lot of media coverage lately. It's all, it's all in the news, working with some of the top players in the league. This is Hello Labs. Man, I, I've, I wish I won the Rock, Paper, Scissors at the beginning. Yeah. That's going to be my number one pick. Well, I mean, you look at Hello Labs yeah. and the, the Hello Token. They've expanded, you know, their game. They used to be, you know, a sing, single threat. You know, all they could do is shoot. They were, you know, Web3 gaming. Now they're double threat, triple threat. They're becoming one of the leaders in Web3 entertainment. They've moved from gaming to entertainment. And when you look at a player with an unbelievable following, the community for Hello Labs, the fans, the community, these, this, these guys are rabid. They're always sharing new updates, pushing everything out there. We personally know the team. We've had Paul, the founder, on this show for an interview. Great team, super focused on building. They've got some awesome connections. They've got Snoop Dogg's son uh, as the uh, marketing director. These guys are well-connected in the industry, and they just had the, one of their most massive announcements to date. They officially partnered with CoinMarketCap, who's owned by Binance, to produce their new show called Killer Whales, which is like the shark tank of crypto. So what I'm looking forward to now with this player on my team is for the announcement of their streaming partner and for the show to actually launch. I think Hello, sitting around a $55, $60 million market cap, this is a small cap gem. The fact that they are officially working the coin market cap, you have to realize this is, coin market cap is one of the most visited web pages in all of crypto. It had 13 billion page visits in 2021. Mm. This is a this is a company that is now broadcasting, sourcing all these things for Hello Labs, the exposure that Hello is going to continue to receive mm. is insane. And it's one of the only projects that I can find that is solving a problem by bringing transparency to crypto. So different altcoins have to dox themselves and present why they're actually yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But they're also one of the few projects that are actually bringing Web3 to the mainstream masses. Yeah, TV. Everybody knows what TV is. People can watch it. It's going to be broadcasted across 55 different countries. When they announce who their streaming pl uh, partner is going to be, Watch out. Yeah, and I also shout out to us. We, we talk about drafting and scouting for drafts. 
we scouted this kid out back when he was sub 10 million market cap. You know, we're doing the, we're the early work scouting these these kids when they're still in high school. Yeah, this is when it was sitting at seven mil. This is yeah. a little baby. We're still in high school, this that's guy. That's it. That's it. All right. What's, uh, what's your first pick? So my first pick, um, it's tricky. I, I, I'm i torn between twos, but I'll I'll pick uh, Demetra. Oh, yeah. DMTR, uh, sitting at 50 million fully diluted uh, valuation. This is democratizing agriculture tech for smallholder farmers. You know, we know that the global uh, food shortage is slowly, slowly going to start hitting different areas of the globe. The fact that this is an AI, uh, Internet of Things, it has uh, been awarded a contract with India and the third largest fruit producer in Brazil. I first started talking about this project on Twitter. It's since seen a 2,000% uh, gain. Not that we're, we're only looking for projects to, to gain, but I mean, the fact that the World Economic Forum says smallholder farmers are the key to food security. Mm. The smallholder farmers are responsible for one-third of the global food supply. This solves that problem. They're solving a global hunger crisis, and they have, they're already working with 100,000 farmers in 70,000 different countries. This is a sleeping giant. This is going to be the first one everybody likes to eat. I'm putting this one on my, yeah, my I mean, number one pick. You talk about a player who's always got a smile on his face. You know, he's fun to be around. Everybody loves him. Dimitri's a green project. We need green projects. I think the green narrative, food, farming, all that kind of stuff, green energy, I think it's going to come back hard. And um, you look like Dimitra. They've got all kinds of connected farmer farmer platforms. I've got a one for specific for the coffee industry. I know they're building ones for different areas of farming. So, yeah, that was Dimitra was, was a kid that was on my list. So, yeah, congrats on that pick. Sniped. Yeah, all right. So for my second pick, I'm going to go to an AI project. I think this is is maybe a sleeping giant project in the AI industry that we haven't discussed a lot on this show yet. It's Orichain. Yeah, so I think this is a player that not enough people are talking about. Um, You know, we saw the AI bull run that happened earlier this year. Everyone was talking about all these AI projects that went crazy. But I think Orichain is, you know, this guy's coming from one of the top sectors in the league. And he's sitting in the right area of that sector right now because Orichain is focusing on regulation in AI. And I think regulation in AI is going to be huge. So, you know, AI projects are going crazy. They're building things that they don't even know what's going on, right? So eventually, we're going to start to see regulation headlines come out. And what Orichain is, is they work with AI projects so that people can be transparent about what they're building, how they're building it, and what they plan on doing with it. And I don't think a lot of projects in this space are doing that. So when I look at a ride chain with around a $50 million market cap, I think they're sitting in the right sector, in the right area of the sector with regulation. I think a lot of eyes are going to be coming on a ride chain going forward. So that's my number two pick. This is a project that will be interacting with all AI projects. This is absolutely massive. It's an AI Oracle, an AI layer one. And if you look at what the gr- word Oracle actually means, it comes from the ancient Greek mythology where Oracle is a person who provided advice and guidance. So OriChain is going to be providing advice and guidance and helping to shape the framework for AI moving forward across the globe. Mm. So excellent pick was on my list as well. Yep. Um, I was probably going to take that number two. So again, you've sniped my my hello. Yep. And you've sniped my OriChain. Yeah, you know, great minds think alike. <laughs> All right, so for my number two pick, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with LCX. So this is a tokenization of real world assets, $60 million fully diluted market cap. You know, so now I have somebody on my team who's green, always smiling, but now I have the world economic forum in my back pocket, which I really like because as the world economic forum stated, 
$8 trillion will be stored on blockchain networks, and LCX is building the infrastructure for the new financial world, powering professionals in crypto finance. This is absolutely huge. Um, the fact that they're, they're a regulated trading platform, the fact that real-world assets are going to be are the next gen for markets, as BlackRock CEO has said, they're part of the World Economic Forum. I think this this could absolutely blow up. Yeah, I mean, look, LCX here's here's a player. He's playing by the rules. You know, the discipline on. on the, I'm not sure I've ever seen him take a penalty. Mm. He's never been in the penalty box. He's disciplined. He plays by the rules. He's in with regulation, which is a player. You need that in your locker room. You can't have all these bad boys. You need you need that disciplined player who's playing by the regulations and the rules, and he's going to bring that vibe to your locker room. So I think LCX is a great pick there. And uh, the CEO of uh, LCX actually commented on one of my posts. Uh, I talked about your number one pick, Hello. And it sounds like they're trying to build something in that space as well from okay. a crypto entertainment perspective. Cool. I said, you're better off not competing. You're better yeah. off collaborating. Because right. uh, Hello is kind of has that foothold. LCX also partnered with Hedera Hashgraph to start building in the CBDC sector, right? That's right. So yes. that's another uh, narrative that we think is going to be hot. I forgot they, their ecosystem and partners include Quant, HBAR, Celo, Coinbase, and Polkadot. Yep. Massive. Yeah, so I like LCX. That was on my list as well. Seems like we got, you know, we've, we got, we've been doing similar scouting. I think I saw you at a few of the, the training camps. <laughs> a few yeah, of the combines. Yeah. I've been yeah. throwing the ball around with the kids. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> All right. Um, my next pick, so my number three pick, is going to be Alliance Block. Okay, nice. Yeah, so look, this is a player who just went through a massive amount of controversy. Um, showed up in the headlines for the wrong reasons. And, you know, like, we never like to see that. But I'm not forgetting about the potential that... Alliance Block has. So what happened is there was an exploit, there was a hack, their old token, which was ALBT, I think, got massively drained and hacked. So yep. what they did is they bridged over to a new token, which is NXRA. Seems like everyone's completely forgot about it. Yeah. So this is sitting around a $55 million market cap, fully diluted. They're building a gateway between traditional finance, TradFi, and DeFi. Um, they're looking to build like a global, globally compliant capital market, which is connecting financial, ins financial institutions, with legal entities, with bookkeepers, with DeFi, with everything. And I think this kid is connected in the right crowd. So they're working with Quant, Hedera, Ava Labs, Polygon, huge partners running with the right crowd, this guy. And he's in that kind of regulatory capital space, cross, you know, Web2, Web3, DeFi. I like a lot of things. And I think people are overlooking this kid based on what happened recently. I think based off of the partners and ecosystem alone, it has one of the most, cr like, craziest attributes out there. It's like, this guy's like six foot eight, but can all is like running a four three forty. Yep. But he blew out his knee, and there's <laughs> some question marks around he, him. And he, you know, he had some off the court issues. You know, yeah. you've seen it as he's in a strip club, and you know, yeah. that's all right. That's all right. Uh, I look past it. I see the potential. So I, but I do like that one. Yep. So that was your number three, was it? Number three, yeah. Okay. So for my number three, I'm gonna go with um, and shout out to one of my Twitter followers who brought this one to my attention. Looks really interesting. Uh, it's in Web three gaming. And it's Altura. So uh, shout uh, I'll, I'll have to figure out who it was exactly, but it has a $42 million fully diluted market cap. Uh, it's an open Web3 gaming infrastructure uh, platform that combines all the tools developers need to integrate Web3 into their games. Here's what I like about it so much. This is, this. so basically I, I can see Amazon has come out and said that they're going to start getting into Web3 gaming. This was announced back in January. I think that this platform could see a shit ton of tailwinds moving forward once that announcement is made. It was supposed to be in April. It sounds like it's been pushed back to June now. Mm. So that's where I'm watching this one. Right. 
they joined Unity's Verified Solutions program. So Unity, as you know, is a game developing uh, platform. Um, gives uses the ability to create. It's a gaming engine with 63% market share. Only 11 projects were selected to this program. Algorand, Infura, MetaMask, Solana, Tezos, and this small cap, which is... Oh, okay. Yeah, which is also... So basically, this can be used for the de- development of top-tier Unity SDKs. They are also backed by Kronos. Kronos they just announced a partnership, uh, partner with Kronos to bring Web3 uh, infrastructure to the Kronos e- ecosystem for the first time ever for Web3 gaming. 300 developers, 45,000 users. You can modify smart NFTs in real time and tr- transfer them from in-game assets to other games, et cetera. Right. So. Well, yeah, that sounds like a great pick. It definitely was not on my list, but you know that I'm bullish on blockchain gaming as a whole. I think we're going to start to see those big companies like Sony, uh, at Microsoft, they're all going to be making announcements about how they're getting into Web3 gaming, and I think that's going to light the fire of blockchain gaming projects. If you want to go more into that, we, we did that our last draft, which was top 10 blockchain gaming episodes, so check that one out. But um, we had a lot of gems on there, but yeah, I think that's a, that's a good pick. It's sure. one of the few sectors that we haven't seen like a narrative around yet, and I think... Not this, lately, not lately. Not lately, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's been a while, and this, this is one, Altura, 42 million, is what I'm watching. I like it. All right, moving on to my fourth pick now. So here's, here's a player that we haven't talked about in a while. We used to talk about him frequently. I think everyone's kind of forgotten about him. Maybe they think he's boring. Maybe he's a has-been. But I am looking through that, and I see the potential in Koinos. Mm-hmm. So massive, massive potential here, I think, long-term. What, what's great about Koinos is, and if you've been following us, if you're in the Discord, there's still a lot of talk, talk about Koinos. It's a gasless, free-to-use blockchain. Um, so they've got this innovative system. They using they use mana as their gas to use their blockchain, which is burned, and people don't even need to own the coin token to use the blockchain. So it's very scalable. It's very fast, and also offers forkless upgrades. So the the fact that it's cheap and fast, it could be used for blockchain gaming, or metaverse, or things that need a ton of transactions. Um, it's called proof of burn. It's very, very decentralized. It's uh, If you go on the website, it says decentralized, just like Bitcoin, much more decentralized than proof of stake, which most layer ones are. Uh, they've done some work with Constellation, some different projects. They've got a great community. Very, very, you know, we always look for community, rabbit community, always sharing updates, innovative tech. Now it's only, it's only a $12 million market cap. It's only on one exchange. It's only on Mexi. So I think that's kind of held it back a little bit because it's not on like Uniswap or anything like that. It's not on a lot of the big exchanges, but I see that as an opportunity. I'm saying that this kid will eventually break out of his root, his roots, show his potential, and I think Coinos, happy to have him on the team. With all the meme tokens that are being traded on Ethereum right now, the gas fees, you know, you try to make a swap. You're just trying to literally swap a coin for another coin, and you got to pay 160 bucks mm. in ETH. is insane. I think that is what could be a spark for Coinos because it's a free-to-use platform. And interesting because that was on, I, I was scouting this player as, as well. I kind of wanted to see who his parents were. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I wanted to see the bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so the team of developers uh, are from Steam Blockchain, uh, previous top five project uh, before okay. Steam was acquired by Tron. Right. And there was a hard fork. The core team resigned, got into this. It's a fair launch project, deflationary tokenomics, et cetera. So I like it. I like Coinos a lot. I like, I like his parents. I can see the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Nice strong. parents. Yeah, nice super, parents. Always great. Super fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for my fourth pick, there's a few here I could go with, but I'm going to go with one of uh, the projects we talked about a little while back, and I'm going to talk about pre-search. 
Um, $28 million fully dilated market cap, decentralized search engine. This has seen insane growth. Uh, it's gone from zero active users to 10 million active users and 200 plus million searches a month. Mm. That's insane. This, so this is, um, there's some privacy issues with Google previously in the EU. And now this, <coughs> this decentralized browser has become one of the default browsers on Androids on all of Europe and for the UK. Big. So now people are going to start naturally using this platform without even realizing it. Uh, it launched in 2017. It's still around, still being utilized. And one of their guys uh, is writing a book. I can't, I can't remember the guy's name on the top of my head, but he created an AI. It's like a, how to bring in AI into the real world. They're building an AI search engine as well that will compete with ChatGPT, OpenAI, yeah. like Microsoft has. The great thing I like with this is advertisers so if they want to advertise they have to stake keywords using pre mm. so as more users come to the platform and advertisers want their eyes they're gonna have to lock up the token and then that's going to create uh the supply demand ratio right. which should incre in theory increase the price of the token yeah so token utilities there i mean yeah if you've been covered if you're watching the show following us on socials you know we like pre-search it hits on a lot of these narratives decentralization anti-censorship and now ai with the integration of ai into their new version um so yeah i think uh, for a small cap gem that that seems like a natural one and i think what you'll eventually see hopefully is is pre-search be made the default search for not only just google and android which is mm -hmm. a massive deal but maybe things like metamask or some other decentralized wallets who are looking for a web three first browser to be their go-to as opposed to like chrome or something like that so yeah. potential for for pre-search to to go out to millions more people, which should eventually drive more adoption of the token. And I just see, you know, what, you know, a Google's worth, what a Microsoft is worth. I'm not yep. saying that the pre-search is going to get to that yep. hundreds of billions of dollars in valuation, but I also look at like Brave Browser and what it's worth. So mm. if it's seen this type of adoption already, I think the sky's the limit for this one. All right, so we're on to the last pick. You know, this is where you kind of got to get a little crazy, I think. You know, I you like getting crazy. Yeah, yeah you got to get crazy, right? <laughs> so I had a, I have a couple here left. One, I had one from the real-world asset sector, but, you know, you took LCX. So I'm just going to skip on the other one I had. I had one from, it's, it's, an, it's an L1. It's kind of technical, not that fun. I had one from the securities, privacy, secure, cybersecurity sector. I'm going to skip on that one. I'm going crazy. going crazy with my fifth pick, and I'm going to go from the blockchain gaming sector. I'm going to pick Dark Frontiers. All right, wow. So I'm just going to go with a blockchain game, a Web3 game, which I think is one of the best-looking ones coming out with a tiny market cap of around $6 million. Um, If you look at this, you look at the trailers, it has real gameplay. The graphics look phenomenal. It's an open-world space exploration game. You know, NFT integration to all it where you go and develop civilizations. To me, it was it was um, it was it's being built and incubated by GameStarter, and mm -hmm. we had the, one of the guys on the podcast a while ago, and he was well. We talked about GameStarter that um, interview. He kept talking about Dark Frontiers, yeah. And I follow him. I you know, I followed him on Twitter. Blah blah blah. I think this is when that blockchain gaming narrative comes back. You're gonna want to have a few plays, not only something like Altura, which is not a game itself, but like an infrastructure play. But you're going to want to have a couple of these games as plays because $6 million market cap, I mean, that that is very low. And a lot of these blockchain games are at low. So I'm going to go with a fun player. You know, you can't have all these serious players that are solving this and solving yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I want a guy who's going to make some jokes in the locker room. Yeah. You know, I want, he's fun. Everyone loves video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Dark Frontier, it, it's just it has a very good looking game with a great game in-game ecosystem incubated by a company that I like. So Dark Frontiers, I'm taking a stab. Fifth pick, welcome to the team. I like it. I'm, I'm happy you brought a, a, a gaming 
project onto yeah. your team. You, you really need it. You yeah. need some fun. It was over a bit there. too serious. Yeah, your team bit. is a little too serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Pepe chain. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I'm just bringing some fun to the locker room. <laughs> uh, I would have loved that pick. I would have loved that pick. <laughs> it only makes sense as a chain for Pepe. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was looking. There was another green narrative play I was looking at, but I already took with Demetra in a way there. Mm. Uh, layer two. Kind of want to stay off that because it's on polka dot. Not a huge fan. Just take Pepe Chain. <laughs> He's sitting there. I see him out there. You're gonna get. <laughs> you might get picked in, in the third, the, the uh, tenth round. I'll like. put Pepe Chain on my on my reserve. Yeah. Okay. Okay. On my bench. Okay. Sorry, Pepe um, Chain. Yeah. So how do the parents? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just don't know what's gonna happen with that whole Pepe thing. So. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with one that's so freaking complicated, and that's Zen. X E N. I knew I knew you were gonna pick I have it. to. I knew so I, I was like, I'm not even gonna put it on my list. I know he's gonna pick Zen. So I'm like, all right, I'll just <laughs> sacrifice that one. So this is <laughs> a <laughs> oh, <that's too> good. <laughs> man, I like it. Yeah, no, fair enough. So forty million dollar fully diluted market cap, fair principles, crypto project led by Google's twenty first employee. It gives me like I wanna say hex vibe, <laughs> but it's it's to me it's better than hex. You know, it's decentralized there's no venture capital uh capitalists it's open source there's no admin keys it's immutable there's no back doors it's only 400 lines of code it's it takes so many freaking boxes about like what crypto should be it's deployable on 10 different chains you can mm. do it on polygon avalanche binance smart chain ethereum so you look at the chart it looks shit but that's because it's fair launch so you had it was inflationary for so long because there's no other protocols built on it yet once they launched dbxn it started to make Zen deflationary, which started saying that price up. Super complex. They're starting to roll out more protocols. They had Phoenix launch. They had uh, Exxon. So one of them's like a meme. One of them's like a staking protocol. I think as more like legit projects start to get built onto it, you start to see this um, this Zen get get burned, and that's essentially what's going to drive the price. I have to mention that there's eight plus protocols launching over the next three months on Zen. To run them, Zen is going to be burnt. Zen is going to be burnt for all of them. Zen has been responsible for fifteen percent of transaction fees paid on ETH. This is the second largest gas consumer after Uniswap's router contract. That's crazy. This is for a small cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Its volume, when it's at forty million, is doing like twenty million in volume. Pretty insane for a small cap, for sure. Um, again, I just I can see this growing in time, and they had their X one main. Mainnet launch in uh, 2024, I believe it is. Mm. And the community is savage. Yeah. They have a savage community. And I love that about projects. And so if they keep building and they keep having this, uh, I can't remember, Jack something or other, yeah. as the leader and founder, and people start like looking after him the way, same way they do with Paul with Hello and mm. uh, Richard Hart with Hex and all these other things. I could see this one doing very well, just putting some. Put him in your backcourt, let him take and shoot some threes, and eventually this guy will be yeah, no, a moneymaker. I, I like something about that player. People like that guy. Yeah. People like, they love that guy. You know, you go on Twitter, search the ticker Zen, X-E-N, and you can just see the love that, it's that it's getting. The community is rabid. And that's, you can see that in the volume. The volume, it's so heavily traded for a, a token with a market cap of, what, 20 million? Um, yeah, I think that's a good pick. I knew you were going to pick it. So I'm like, uh, I thought you were going to pick it number Man, one. The thing is, it's so yeah. complicated. Like, it's, I don't really understand <laughs> it. <laughs> but like, that's okay. It's complex as fuck. Yeah. And I, yeah. So look, I think that's a great pick. I think it's a good addition to round out your team. So what we want to ask from you people that are watching our lovely community is 
rate who you think won the draft. Did Jolly's team win or did Nifty's team win? Let us know why. And also, if you have any other small cap gems that are around that 50 million market cap or under that you think we missed, let us know in the comments and maybe we'll make a part two and maybe your favorite project will be included. So just to clarify, I had Demetra, I had Presearch, I had Zen, Ultra, and LCX. And I had Hello, I have Chain, I have Alliance Block, I have Koinos, and I have Dark Frontiers. Yeah, so, so yeah. let us know in the comments and then tune into the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.